0: Hey, y'all, it's your girl, Boonie, and you're listening to the Boonie Breakdown Podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet. Surprise! Did you miss me? (laughs) I am hoping that you are pleasantly surprised with this popping up in your podcast feed, or if you saw this on social media and said, oh, my God, there's an episode let me go check it out. Uh, Yes. So I have to shout out Patreon gang, the Ratcheteers over on Patreon, because they gave me this idea. There is one particular Ratcheteer who recently joined our community, immediately joined the Patreon, and has been going back and listening to all of the episodes that she has missed. And so... We were reminiscing and kind of just like, oh, my God, we can't believe it. We are entering season 11, episode 204. And they gave me the idea of re-releasing the very first episode of the Boonie Breakdown podcast. With season 11, we are turning five years old. The Boonie Breakdown shares a birthday with our lovely Queen Rihanna, February 20th, 2020. One, what was that? 2017, um, the very first episode of The Boonie Breakdown dropped. And so, what we're doing, we're re releasing this episode because some of you may have joined in episode 150. You may, some of you maybe have listened since the beginning, which I love you guys. Um, and so, this might be a great refresher of The Ratchet for many people. But for some of you, this may be like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. And so stick around. I will be. Re- yeah, just stick around. Just listen to it. It's so ridiculous. I think for me, the first episode I've listened to it f- a few times, not recently, um, but it reminds me of how much this show has grown I don't even know if there was music in the first episode. I mean, I haven't listened to it in so long that I know the the, the tagline was completely different. I don't even know if it was a tagline yet. I literally just ordered a microphone on Amazon, 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 <laughs> hit up our problematic fave and said, hey, let's record this episode. I believe the title was entitled um the ratchet hour revival because for those of you who have been following um me throughout the years I used to do ratchet hour over on Twitter and so Brian was the producer and so hence the name Ratchet Hour Revival episode 1 and um this is probably one of the most ridiculous conversations Brian and I ever had on the podcast <laughs> uh truly wholeheartedly I know we joke we call Brian problematic fave which he is and he will always hold that title but he really is a friend to me I appreciate everything he's done for the podcast Brian has appeared on 27 episodes he's done multiple live shows in Baltimore he's done my live show in Philly he did my live show in Atlanta and I'm gonna see if I can get him in one of these cities that we go to this year but Ryan, uh, Ryan, Brian is fucking dope. I love him. I love that you all love him. And uh, yeah, so of course he'll be around for more. But this is your reminder starting next week, next Monday, February 21st, 2022, will be all new episodes of the Boonie Breakdown podcast with your girl. So I need you all to check out this episode. I need you all to tell a friend. And I need you all to be ready to listen to new episodes next week. So I'm going to shut the fuck up now and let's get ready to break it down. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Boonie Breakdown Podcast, episode number one. I am so excited to finally be doing this because for years, people have encouraged me to do something like this, whether it was like hosting a radio show or talk show. People always said that. And I'm finally just happy to get this going. And I just thank each of you for pushing me to get here. If this is your first time listening, which it should be because it's my first time recording, I hope it won't be your last. And I just want to encourage if you have any topics or suggestions or questions or comments and concerns, send them my way at thebooneybreakdown.com. You know, guys, I really, really, really toiled over like what did I want to talk about on this first episode? And the only thing that really made sense, like true fucking sense was Booney 84 Ratchet Hour, like a revival. Those of you who used to participate in my Ratchet Hour Twitter chat years ago still ask me, why don't you do Ratchet Hour anymore? Bring back Ratchet Hour. So here we are. For those of you who don't know what Ratchet Hour was, it was just on random work days where I was bored at 2 p.m. I would just host this Twitter chat and we would talk about all types of ratchet shit. And I really mean like ratchet shit. Nothing was off limits. And people who were afraid to tweet me directly would send me DMs and we called those the DM tales. and I would tweet those back out to people. And we always had a good conversation going. It was just really a good ratchet time. So the wait is over my friends ratchet hour is back well at least for today at least for today but it only makes sense to have my producer who used to do ratchet hour with me brian here today so he is the first guest in this ratchet hour revival so friends Let's get ready. To- okay, so it's your girl, Booney, and I'm here right now with Brian, the Beer Baron, and we are going to do a Boonie 84 Ratchet Hour revival. Y'all have been asking me for this for like years to bring back Ratchet Hour, and I'm doing it now, and I have my producer back from the Twitter chat days, Brian, with me. So say something to the people, Brian.
1: Hey, what's up? What's going on? It's Brian, aka the Beer Baron. Aka at Baltimore's home, I probably got like ten followers right now. I had uh, deleted my <laughs> deleted my Twitter handle. It got a little too wild, and then uh, you know with a lot of stuff going on, I had to had to uh, shake some things up. But I'm still here. We gonna we gonna talk about some things.
0: We gonna talk about. Some, did you get out and enjoy the weather today?
1: Yeah, I just got back in from like a three mile run and a four mile walk.
0: Nigga, like I just went drinking and eating at brunch. <laughs> And you out here getting your summer body right. I'm trying to, man.
1: Like, I, I've been eating good and, you know, got that happy weight on me. So, yeah, I got to I gotta get back. I got to get back before I lose what I got.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Like, I, I'm really am kind of, like, excited yet nervous about how this is going to go because I'm drunk as fuck. But I feel like that could be fun. So I said, like, you know, let me hurry up and leave brunch at 5 o'clock so I can go take this today with you. <laughs>
1: What were you drinking?
0: Um, Mimosas and stuff. But then I came home and had like a little shot of goose because I felt like I might as well just keep it going and like float up real high and crash after we done.
1: So you keep goose in the house?
0: Yeah, I got a little bottle. Okay. I just don't know. I mean, I know
1: most dudes I know keep a little something to drink around the house. I'm trying to figure out if that's the same thing women do. Do y'all keep a little stash? Do y'all keep a little bottle? Mostly y'all have wine, but I'm starting to realize that some of y'all keeping us something a little bit harder in there.
0: Yeah, I got I got some I got a little bit of whiskey. That's cause somebody left that here, but I do have goose because I'm I'm a vodka girl and I do have a lot of wine too. You got
1: some whiskey in there? It's not Rebs and Pirates, is it?
0: No, it not Oh, it's I heard that's coming. I heard that's coming. I heard that's coming.
1: <laughs> that's yeah. another topic for another day. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: But this this is what I was talking about earlier. I told somebody, I was like, cuffing season is over. Like, if it's going to stay in the 70 degrees, like, this shit is done. Like, let's just go. (laughs) Fuck what you had. It's over now. Yeah, it's a lot of people
1: starting arguments right this second because I know it's a holiday tomorrow. So it's like you want to get out. And, you know, somebody probably like, well, you know, you mad that I ain't go to church today. You know what? I'm tired of this shit. (laughs) And then they just gonna storm out. Like, you ain't even, you ain't even wore that Valentine's Day shit I bought you. You know, I done bought you lingerie and shit like that. And it's still sitting there. I'm tired of this shit. So that's the time when you just roll out. Like, man, this is, this is my time. Like, sit outside, smoke a cigar, go to brunch, like you said, sit outside, eat something nice, look at some sights. You know, somebody done slid on a maxi dress already and some flip flops. Hey.
0: Look, it's too early for the flip flops, but it was some maxi dress sightings out at brunch. I I did see some jumpsuits, you know, some people had their bare legs out. So cuffing season is over. Like, it's done now. Two days of 70 degrees back to back. It's over.
1: Yeah. somebody even either, either you uncuffed or you got jammed up. So it's like, it's one or the <laughs> other, you know, it's like, hey, look, you know what? Yeah, you seen something in my phone. You know what? I have been talking to her and this probably not the right thing for us and you just roll out. Or we you just, just... lay it
0: on the line now.
1: <laughs> yeah, cuz at this point you back in the game. We got 70 <laughs> all week. 70 all week. Just don't let it want to get one of them snowstorms and then you be trying to get back.
0: And that's because I told him I was like, it's going to throw a monkey wrench. Like, we're going to get... Usually around, like, President's Day, which is Monday, tomorrow. We might get snow, but it don't look like it. Watch some shit happen in, like, a week and a half, and everybody going to be mad because they, <laughs> they said, fuck this, and moved on, and now we got a snowstorm.
1: Right. I, I feel Bullshit. it. I feel it. I feel it.
0: Okay. So, while I was at brunch, somebody gave me a question, kind of like a Ask Boonie question. I don't know... Why people think I'm like the expert on this shit? Like I told y'all I put it on the blog. I didn't fuck all of last year. So I I don't know why this this is the label I get. Excuse me. But somebody can ask me. We were talking about porn, right? And I had, told, I had told my girls, right, I had asked this guy, like, you know, just randomly. I'm like, what kind of porn you watching these days? And they were like, you would ask somebody that? And I'm like, why not? I'm curious because, you know, put me on new shit. I might put him to on some new shit. And she was saying that she gets offended if her guy watches porn. That's crazy. I, That's that blew crazy. my mind. Like, how can you stop somebody from watching porn? It's like, what if your girl was like, Brian, you can't watch porn no more. I mean, I don't watch a lot
1: of porn. I really don't. Like I don't I don't have the time. Like I'm always like pressed to just get it over with. I know with me, it's gonna be one and done and it's gonna be over in like two minutes. It's not gonna be a long ride. So I'm cool with not watching porn. I'd rather run a playlist in the back of my head and just like Brian's greatest hits or something like that. And um <laughs> I'm cool with that, but When you find out what kind of porn a dude or chick watches, it says a lot about who they are. It does.
0: It really does.
1: Yeah, it's a good question for you to seem like you're not judging them, but you're judging them. So, like, if you're out on a first date and you're trying to break the ice or, like, you know, for a dude, if you're on a first date or a second, third date, or that conversation is always yes, I work for the federal government, you know, I make over 100000 a year, and, you know, I drive this kind of car, or I live in this community, I like to work out, you know, just the same bullshit that you always run, is always trying to find that one point where you can say something nasty to see how nasty she is. So this is like that one question that a girl or a guy can ask that can kind of open up that conversation to be a little bit more sexual, because you don't want to be... Like, OK, it's the first conversation in this motherfucker talking about sex already. But you want to get that conversation and at some point for you spend too much money.
0: But like, OK, like what what's the category a girl told you that like if she watched that you would judge her? Like no, what type no of category.
1: One? It's no it's no it's like it's not a bad judging. Like, I think you just kind of know where you can go with that. So if she's okay, like,
0: if she was like, I'm I you know, this week I was really into anal, like you would be like, What? You'd be like, Yeah, that's
1: good, cause I'm a fucking ass real soon. <laughs> like <laughs> I know it's coming. Either she wanna get fucked in the ass or I'm gonna put my finger in her ass. Something gonna go down in that asshole. So you like, yes. So if she like, Oh, I watch a lot of girl on girl, you like, oh man, this might be, you know, a threesome. That's
0: a threesome check. Okay. Right?
1: So you don't know, you just know she's vicarious bi- or whatever, but you know certain stuff might turn her on. So if you know she like a lot of girl on girl, you might be at the end of the first date where y'all just sitting in the car, chilling, and just pull up Pornhub and put a little girl on girl and just lay it on the dash and see how she react to it.
0: Nigga, yeah, she- not in the car. Like, you're not pulling up porn on the car, you dropping me off at home, trying to get something. Oh buy-
1: no, if we like laughing and we joking, like, that's, that's, the, that's definitely going to go down, like, Yo, you know what's crazy? Like, I was just on my phone in Pornhub. And she'd be like, no, you wasn't. Boy, you lying. And then next thing you know, you just hit play. And if she can't control herself when that girl on girl saying, come on, you might have a winner. But she might be like, oh, you wow. Oh, you wow. But then it might be like, hey, let's go inside and finish watching this. Or it might be, hey, let's do something right in this car. Like, how spontaneous are you? It depends. You just never know. It's pimp or die. But you can always (laughs) play it off. You could always play the shit off like it was a joke. Like, ha ha! -ha -ha." I was
0: joking.
1: You know, close all your apps down. Like, I was just fucking with you, girl. Have a good night. You know what I mean? But then you'd be like, damn, pull off and hope you didn't ruin it. But some chicks, you'd be
0: like, fuck it, I don't care if I ruin it or not. Like, shit. You just just shot your shot with a porn question. That's pretty much what you're saying.
1: Yeah, and that's where I feel like the people that's listening need to use this as a gauge. Like, so... If you want to break that ice, fellas, if you want to break that ice and you just on the phone and y'all joking around and y'all playing, you might be like, damn, that's crazy. I'm on Facebook. You got to always use, don't make it like it's you. Like I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter (laughs) and the question is, um, what kind of porn do you like to watch? Like, that's crazy. Like, I don't even want to even disclose that. What what kind of porn you like to watch? And she might be like, no, what kind of porn you like to watch? Like, And then that's when you just be like, all right, i go. But you already know in your head that before this conversation starts, this is one of your goals to get that question out. Or if you're in one of those text chats where a chick likes to text all day, something, 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 you could use that over the text to kind of get things going and get her to pick that phone up. But you got to get a laughing, you got to get a smiling, And I think that's a chance for you to to see how open you're going to be able to get this chick.
0: I mean, that's actually a good point. That's a good point. I I can't even front on that. That would probably work actually. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like you're not going to be turned off. Like how you going to be turned off if we like, all right, so this that's how it goes. So it's like, "Hey, what's up, Booney? What's going on?"
0: "Hey.
1: Yeah, just like sitting here. Oh my god. Like you follow um you follow James the James the James De Johnson on Twitter?" Like, "No, who's that?"
0: "No, I ain't heard of him."
1: <laughs> right. Like, "Yo, this dude is wow. Yo, you want to talking about What kind of porn do you like to watch? And some of these responses is crazy. Like, I can't believe...
0: And you you saying this, and I'm sitting here laughing now, because I swear to God, like, this week, somebody... You seen that video going around where the dude cracked the girl, the egg on the girl's head while he hitting it from the back? Yeah, I
1: thought that was fake, though.
0: (laughs) I thought that was fake, too. But I'm just saying, like, somebody sent that to me, I guess, kind of like gauging, like, (laughs) would you let me crack an egg (laughs) on your head? Like, (laughs) nigga, what? Like... (laughs) No, no. I mean,
1: when I seen it, when I seen it, I was like, that's some shit that I would try. Um, <laughs>
0: you want to crack an egg on somebody's head? I've done worse. I've done worse. Is it, is it not even that the fact that you're cracking an egg, it's just like, damn, this bitch really let me crack a fucking egg on her head.
1: It's just one of those things where it's like, I want to just take shit as far as I can. That's what men do. Like, if you're alpha male, you're going to take shit as far as you can go. So I remember, this was probably about 10 years ago. I was a little amateur. I'm still a little immature now, but I was, I was gonna say three years ago. I was like really immature and I just remember a chick came over and I was like, you know, like I already had prefaced it like with a text message or something. I don't even know if we was texting real heavy back then, but I was like, I want to have sex with you with my gun in your head and I don't want you to like fle- freak <laughs> out because I don't have no bullets in it. And so it was like halfway through and she just started crying and shit like, can you please stop? And I was just like... <laughs>
0: Shut no, the, wait, Like wait, shake wait, 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 before wait. I blow head off. <laughs> you did not pull a gun out on somebody and be like, let me hit you from the back, but I'ma hold this gun to your head. <laughs> right to the temple. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking absurd.
1: Yeah, I know, but that was when I was a little immature, but
0: but she let you do it.
1: <sighs> she loved me. They all do.
0: That's the problem. That's the problem. Look, I'm gonna tell you right now, I ain't love I have never been in love then. Because I'm not gonna let a nigga hold well, a know, gun I, to my head.
1: When I say like she loved me, that's like that time of the moment when like you into a chick and well she really into you and she'd do whatever and it was just like, you know, she just wanted to do whatever made
0: me happy. I've done some things, but I d I can't say that I I would allow that to happen yeah you know all right that's some bullshit so like <laughs> what did you like what was you saying while you was holding the gun like i don't do you... know 10 years ago
1: it could have been anything like you know like don't you dare call the police don't look back at my face i'll fucking shoot you like you know <laughs>
0: this is all some like bondage like breaking the house fantasy shit like yeah like right. some,
1: some rape type shit or something like this yeah. That is
0: completely absurd.
1: Yeah, I know,
0: but it was cool, though. I mean, you girl, know... Girl, if you're listening and you were that girl that Brian did this to, you can go ahead and email me at com. I would like to interview you, too. <laughs> you got some issues, girl. <laughs> no, I That's- think she got
1: married to her boyfriend that she was with at the time, so... Nah.
0: Oh, and she let you do this, and you was the side-john? I wasn't
1: the side-john. He was the side-john. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, girl, call me, email me, DM me, tweet me something, cause I gotta talk to you. All right, like, so, does it bother you, like, if you're having sex with your girl and she call you daddy? Cause, like, I know for some women, that's like a trigger. Like, ew I, I'm gonna call this this guy my daddy. That's that's a whole, that's weird. No, like, do I that didn't...
1: turn you on? Or, I mean, at the end of the day, like it don't matter like it wouldn't matter if she didn't and don't matter if she do like i'm not gonna feel weird i mean at the end of the day i am her daddy like it's your father's job to raise you it's your daddy's job to take care of you so like i'm your daddy now so i take care of that ass i treat you good i make sure you good your father's job is done like he's done like you know fuck your father i'm your daddy so, at the end of the day, if you call me daddy, then it is what it is. Like, it don't mean that you don't have a father, and it don't mean that he's not in your life. I just don't think your father's taking care of you anymore. I'm, that's
0: my job. So, you know, I, I I got daddy issues. Like, my daddy wasn't there when I was growing up. <laughs> it doesn't bother me like i've let it slip out on occasion like but it's not a trigger like oh my god i think this man is my daddy like <laughs> it just sounds nice off the tongue i feel like it's like a motivational tool like it like stroke the ego a bit that's
1: what it is that's what it is yeah. we want to be we want to have our ego stroked so ultimately that's what you're doing you make a man feel like that world that we're a daddy is like different like, you know, it's not like when your kid said it. I mean, it's not like when my daughter's like, Daddy, I want some food. Like, no, it's more like, <laughs> it's more like you're like, Yeah, daddy, daddy's pussy. Something, I don't know. But it's like, when you say it, it's
0: not like, Yeah, oh. it's. Yeah it's, yeah, it's different. It's like a different tone. Like that's how I see it. Cause I know some of my friends been like, you know, I can't do that that time, y'all. Cause you know, what song? You remember that Usher song, like "Daddy's Home"? Like I don't <laughs> sing, but like people are like, oh, I don't fuck with that song because I'm not calling no nigga daddy. And I'm like, but it works. You should. What's up with your bougie ass yeah. friends? God damn! Like, are they serious? Like, ugh, come on, man! Don't you take. Know, look, I got. Ugh. So I got like, you know. I love all my friends. Shout out to y'all for listening, but I, you know, I have some. We we on different, you know, spectrums. Like, and I, you know, I got some that outpace me on the freak scale. Jeez. They don't talk about it. I mean, a, you know, you know. Let, let me say that. Just because I talk about it doesn't mean I actually am about it. Like, if you, if somebody was trying to get with me, they might, or somebody who was with me, they might be like, you know, that girl talks a lot of shit on Twitter. She really not about it. <laughs> like, my my freak could be fake. Like, just because I talk about sex, don't mean.
1: Yeah, I feel that sometimes people are just open. I know, like I'm open. So somebody yeah, listening like, to this might be like, damn, he wow, I'm just open, like. You know, I'm I'm just open sexually, just regularly. Like I keep my page open on my Instagram, you know, no, at I Brian. Hate that lot. At Man, Brian ben Gun. Um Yeah, so like stuff like that. I keep my old page open because it's like it's social media. Like the shit is not a secret. Like if somebody wanna <laughs> <laughs> Be something that you wrote or posted, it'll get screenshotted and get to everybody.
0: The government already keeping track of this stuff. So, that, you know, you are absolutely right. Like, I, nothing is a secret. Like, once you let it go off your phone, like, that's a rat. Right. But people
1: think that because they got 300 friends and they locked their page, like, that shit is private. Like, come on, man. That
0: shit. I bet you somebody sent me a screenshot of your locked ass page and I'm still laughing at you. So,
1: right. And now your page locked and, you know, it just make it harder for you to get more people following you and stuff like that. Cause nobody want to request you. They just like, Oh, well I don't even care that much, but yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I, and you know what my pet peeve is people who have like stuff like podcasts and businesses and stuff. And they have a lock page. Like that how are you a DJ with a locked page and you're talking about book me for your next event?
0: I like, can't you even open your page. Like I know. No, burns me up. you got 3,000 followers with a locked
1: page like fuck out of here <laughs> ain't nobody following you just to just to find out what your prices is come on man fuck that
0: yeah that burns me up too that's a good one I like the motherfucking pages like I, the same thing with Twitter you go to try to retweet somebody and you can't cause the shit is like well that tweet was funny but now i can't share it so thanks like
1: right it's like on ig somebody has something funny and it's like you can't repost no memes because they just like block that shit so i had to screenshot it and then i had to steal the meme all together i gotta reshape it crop it and then the it just work. becomes
0: mine like, save. save us some time yeah you probably get credit for it if you open your page yeah people can source you but with your locked-ass page and i'm gonna steal what the fuck you had to say and now it's my words thanks yep. <laughs> Yeah, my shit
1: gonna get retweeted and regrand because I'm the person now with the juice. Cause your shit is locked. So keep your little locked ass life and your little personal life. Keep your little shit over there. But yeah, you gotta get. You got. It's cool that your fr- some of your friends are like that. Cause I got some friends like that. I had a friend who used to swear me up and down, like, he don't eat ass, nothing like that. Like, he just not into that. Oh, eating ass. Yeah, he was like, no, I'm not doing that, da-da-da-da-da. His girl would be like, yeah, you need to tell him to do that. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, if your girl wants that done, like, how could you deny that? Like, how could you deny her of that right? I don't know. Do you eat ass? I mean, come on. I'm a grown-ass man. Like, I'm 37 years old. I'm a grown man. Like, I'm a Q... I
0: <laughs> so Qs eat ass, the bras
1: eat ass. Mm. Bruz eat ass, yes, yes. <laughs> I don't know a bruh that don't eat ass, and if he um, don't eat ass, I don't think he's a bruh. But I mean, um, it's, that's it's,
0: something. I mean, I'm, I'm a grown, I'm a grown ass woman, I, and I'm I ain't no ass. And well, we don't going like, to tell like, you like, I'm probably not going to eat ass. So and that's cool. Like I don't want my ass ate. As
1: a man, I don't want my ass ate. Now, what I do to you, you don't have to do to me. Please understand that. Like, That's not the same thing. But what I do feel like on that same scale is if we in a relationship and you my woman, I'll do everything to you within reason. But you going to swallow. Like, I feel like if, you my woman and you grown like, come on now, like don't like play around like it's certain things that you should do and you shouldn't do. Like, I'm not saying these are things that I do or things that I'm currently doing, but I'm saying that there's certain things that should just not be off limits. Like, don't get in a relationship if you want to set all of these boundaries, especially if you're in
0: your 30s and you got over 15 bodies. Like, stop playing for real. (laughs) Body count. We're not going to go there because, you know, body count is. It's misleading. It's it's not black and white either, because if you didn't make me come, then I'm not going to count your body like that's a zero
1: (laughs) no I get that because it's times sometimes when you know men don't have a body count I feel like men don't have a body count
0: explain yourself I mean so like if you
1: just do numbers right let's say myself for instance right I'm a 37 year old man if I started having sex when I was like I had my first piece when I was like 14 So you count like those first couple of years from 14 to 18, you know, you might be like five, six, seven girls. So you already like at seven. So you only got like 93 more to 100. So you get the freshman year. (laughs) By the time you left college, you should have hit at least 20 chicks, like at least 20.
0: By the time you left college?
1: Yeah, by the time you left college. Like we're talking four for me, five years. So we're talking five good years of being on campus, being on the yard. I mean, that's what five years. That's ten semesters. That's two a semester. Come on, dog. If you can't fuck two chicks a semester, like you can have two girlfriends easily a semester. And these low numbers, <laughs> like, these low numbers. I'm talking like you know the winter months and then spring months. Like you gonna you gonna have like and then you know when it get hot out. Like everybody get that refund check. You should be on. I, it's no reason refund so,
0: check season. If you can't bag a bitch in college, just give up. Right? Like
1: <laughs> so, let's say, so let's just change the numbers and say, let's before you leave college, you should be up to forty. So by this time, you're twenty two years old. This is reckless. Go ahead. So you're twenty two years old. You've been with fifty women. By the time you're twenty two, you so still means- can't fuck. But go ahead. And, and that's and that's on and that's on y'all. That's on a lot of y'all. Because
0: most guys still can't fuck.
1: I, I don't have nothing to do with that. I'm not
0: going. I'm just saying.
1: Look, I'm gonna just say that. So by that time, you, you would, know, by that time you
0: would think with numbers like that, like you could have a decent or at least a uh, a solid stroke. But go ahead.
1: Yeah, but I think that's where you gotta look at relationships too and wonder like what relationships were they in, like how long were they, like well, you
0: know we, you know what? Here's the problem with that too is that. I think most people don't actually change up their sex game by partner. I think people have this like robotic system of how they fuck and that's what they keep. Like, okay, I'm gonna go here and I'm gonna grab her left titty and I'm gonna squeeze the nipple and I'm gonna pull off her panties. And it's all the same, but they don't change it up for whoever they're with. Like Yeah, you
1: gotta tailor it. So you gotta tailor it. It's like a it's like a tailored suit. Every woman is different. And it takes us a while to learn that because when we're younger, once we get that one trick, we think that trick work because we tell our friends like, yo, this
0: everybody like, yo,
1: I heard if you do now, we'd be like, yo, I'm telling you when she do this, do that. Like it just we do stupid stuff like that. That's how men think. But then when we start to get older and realize like, no, nah, that shit not working. Or that shit ain't work this time. So it's like, okay, she like this. But then, y'all, some of y'all are different. Like, some women, like, are just, like, very easily pleased. Some women, it's hard to make them come.
0: Well, here's here's the thing, though. I don't even think that it's that women are easily pleased. I just think some of them just fucking fake. And, like, they got so used to faking. Like, that's all that they do. Like, I can't... You know, this is not a friend. But this is somebody that I've talked to you before... Like, she's never had an orgasm, and she's, like, 36. Like, she's never had an orgasm that she hadn't given herself.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like, so if she's given it to
0: herself, she should be able to reach one with someone else. Like, I always well, say that. Like, she's not speaking up to the people that she's fucking, and she's just letting them do that old robotic shit that they think work on everybody, and it don't work. Well so I think it's part it's her fault that she has not done that, but I'm just saying like but is she but see she could be ruining it
1: for herself too, because she might be like using some high power shit at home where maybe she
0: let me tell you said, you said how, like ladies, you cannot use the Hitachi every fucking day of your life and then ex- still expect a man to give you an orgasm. I'm like, it's just impossible. That shit is just too strong. Have you ever yeah, used a Hitachi? Yeah. Have you ever seen a girl use a Hitachi? I bought the Hitachi back when you was uh back when. You- <laughs> Look at me making sales. I need sponsors. <laughs> but I'm telling you, like that, literally the first time I used the Hitachi, I swore I was about to die from an aneurysm. Like I literally threw it on the floor and was like, "Oh my god, this is how my mama's gonna find me." Like I lived alone. They're going to be like, we ain't seen that bitch in three days. And they're going to walk in my house and I'm going to be on my bed, pants off with a fucking Hitachi wand in my hand. Like, I didn't want to die like that. And I didn't touch it for a month after that because it was too much.
1: Yeah, it's, it, it's high power. That shit is yeah. That's, that's no joke. Yeah. Um, I don't know about that. Like, I think it was a little bit much. I think it was a bit much. I bought it home and the shit was kind of like, Nah, that's just a little bit too much.
0: I mean, I still enjoy it, but it's definitely not something you can use all the time.
1: Yeah, Booney, put the damn, put put the power tools down. Like, put the damn power. <laughs> so what that leads to is, that leads to expectations that are unreal. And that's where y'all women go wrong because it's like, y'all used to overdoing it with that bullet, in the times when y'all ain't have nobody or the times when y'all don't want to try to be a freak. So you're like, I don't want to fuck him yet. So I'm going to just play with myself tonight and I'm going to pull out my bullet. But you so you rely so heavily on that bullet that it's like you're not even allowing yourself the bullet, to.
0: The bullet never lets you down. The wand never fails
1: you. Okay, but that's the that's the problem. So it's like as a man, if I jerk off every day two three four times a day and then it's like i can't really get that right i don't know that's different for men because we're gonna come anyway. okay
0: okay so you mentioned male masturbation right like would you okay i have an issue with this and you can help me through it like i was talking to this guy again just as this is the same conversation and i was like oh what kind of porn you porn you watching these days and he he said whatever, I can't remember. But then he was like, well, not even that much because I don't even masturbate. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, I do masturbate. And I was kind of floored by that. Like, I was like, never. And he was just like, you know, not when I'm alone. Like, I will, if my girl and I, or whoever I'm with at the moment, if we do a mutual masturbation, yeah, but not just alone with some porn and some lotion and a tissue. And I'm like... I can't trust you. Yeah, I mean, so the thing is,
1: I always equate it to changing your oil. So it's like, you should be able to change your oil every now and so often so that your engine don't lock up. So that's what it is. Like, masturbation is just you keeping yourself on point. Like, you don't want to be walking around with, like, a heavy load because you just haven't taken care of yourself. Like, and then that's when you slip up and girls be like, oh, yeah, you know, he just was so quick. Like, he like, (laughs) Before he even put it in, girl, like, I could already, you know, feel something coming out of there. Like, he just was, like, ready to explode. Like, that's when you don't have no dick control. So you should, as a man, at least change your oil every now and again. Like, unless you're just getting it like that and you're just like, I don't, you know, whatever.
0: I mean, it makes sense. But I just, I just had a problem. Like, I just don't think I could trust somebody who told me they didn't masturbate.
1: Yeah, it's, um, it's just... I don't know. Like, I, I know women be like, oh, I don't masturbate, this and that. Like, I don't know. Bullshit.
0: Bullshit.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think everybody should touch their self and be free with who you are. Like, you know what you like. And then that way, if you're... See, that's the problem. People don't communicate with the other people as to what they like. So, like, if you're in this relationship or you're dealing with somebody, you should be able to say, like, this is how I like it. Like, this is what's going to get me there. Like, I agree. People don't do that though. People be like scared to be like, no, like in order to make me come, you got to put like your finger in my ass and then your other hand got to be like around my neck. Like just, just do it. Like if a dude can't handle that, then you don't need to be with him. Like, but you got to at some point be ready to be like, hey, I'm a hoe. And like this is the whole shit that I like. Cause every woman is a hoe. Like every woman is. Ooh, okay.
0: Back it up. What? Why every, is everyone
1: uh It's not like a hoe, like, she sleep with everybody else, but every woman wants to be a hoe for her man. Like, every woman okay. wants to be, like...
0: That clarification for So it's
1: like, every girl has that porn star level that you got to take her to, where she want you to be, like, treat her like she on okay. film, where she might, like, want the facial, or she might want to be, like, dogged out. But some women, and men too... Some people don't want to do stuff with their partner that's that way. And I think that's the dumbest shit ever. Like, so you'll get women who will be like, oh, yeah, you know, I don't want my husband to think that I'm like this. But the whole time you was in college, like, niggas was just (laughs) like, bitch, you's a fucking whore. Like, niggas know you're a whore. And like your husband should know you a whore because when you walk across the yard with him at homecoming and he got that nice little sweater and those you know khakis on, niggas be like, oh yeah, this nigga a clown. But it's like, <laughs> at least if he's gonna get that label, like let him eat too. Like you gotta let him eat too. Like you gotta let him experience that life because that's what they thinking that he getting. But some, that's hilarious. Yeah, some chicks be trying to be on some like, oh, that's my husband. So I'm not going to take it there with him and let him know that I'm this type of chick. Or they'll lie and be like, this is my first time. Like, yo, just be a hoe. Like,
0: it's cool. You should. And it's like, you should freak it out, slut it up for your man. Right. It's like, who are you saving it for? Like, I I don't understand. But some
1: some men are scared that that's the type of woman that they with. I know them type of men. They like, they want to always know, like, how many men you been with?
0: Did you sleep with the guy? Because those men be the same ones who then turn around, and they step outside, and now yeah. they fucking some bitch over there. So that's the dumbest shit ever. Like, ask your girl. I bet you she wouldn't be that turned off if you like, baby. You know, tonight I just want to come on your face. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, she not. I mean, she may say no. But she might reluctantly say yes, and then she might like it. And then, for those women who like good skincare out there, it's gonna make you glow. That's facial (laughs) you can get. Just go get a wet one and wipe your damn face, bitch, and your man is happy. Like, I don't understand. Nobody's saying let your man come on your face every time you have sex, but every now and then, if that's get his rocks off, then let him not on your face right and that's the thing that's going to eventually get you the way you want to be
1: like you want to get that ring you want to get to that next level like you got to be doing some shit that the average bitch ain't doing like you can't just be like oh yeah i love you and keep giving him that same whack-ass shit every other every other month like that should get old so it's like sometimes you got to just be straight porn star like you you got to go into porn star mode you want to get to that next level and yeah. maybe might stay home with your ass on a Friday night instead of keep lying and saying, hear loafers. You know black people don't go to loafers no more. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, I was open. Okay, for all my people who not from Baltimore, like Baltimore, it's this little, like, dive hood-ass bar called Loafers. And I was in there a couple weeks ago, and I was shocked. Like, it was like Club Loafers in that motherfucker. They had a DJ. The shit was loud as shit. Like, I felt old, because I couldn't even hear the person I was talking to. Like, what is happening? But, um... No, people was in loafers dog. don't sleep. See, I know
1: I'm I'm boycotting and I'm like in a big boycott phase where like all you all it takes is one thing for me to be like, I'm never using your product again or anything like that.
0: Oh, you saw the little video on Facebook.
1: Oh man, that shit was so fucking weak. You talking about the dude you talking about Under Armour?
0: No, I'm talking about the one talking about that was talking about loafers was racist or whatever. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was ignorant and shit that he called a black woman a gorilla. Like that shit was like I don't know, like, like you look like a gorilla now. If you are a manager of an establishment and you get into an argument with a customer, you're never supposed to stoop to that level. But when you call a black person a gorilla or a monkey, you
0: know what you're doing.
1: You know what you're doing. Yeah, and I felt like that was just so disrespectful. It's like, come on, dog. Like that just like turned me off completely. Like I can't spend money with you. Like if you don't respect your customers and the customer could be wrong but you still don't go there you just be like look that's what it is going to be as a business owner and someone like i just think it's just some stuff you can't do
0: and it was was inappropriate somebody actually sent me the video after i said i went and i was like dang and i've only been to loafers like two or three times it's not that popping
1: yeah it's not worth it and people be acting like they can't live without it like
0: the shit ain't like that but you know I understand because there's not that many options of places to go in Baltimore. Like Baltimore nightlife is like non-existent. Well It's either it's know, either like event-based or people go to places like that.
1: Right. That's true. That's true. It is it is so it's so promoter heavy like you got to kind of know what night is which or where you walking into but Um
0: And that made me so mad cuz like a couple weeks ago I went out <laughs> I had never heard of this place and I'm not going to blast the promoter or the police. And we get there and it's in the motherfucking strip mall with the grocery store. And y'all trying to act like it's like hot shit and it's a line outside. And y'all got bounces letting people in as people coming out. Like, get the fuck out of here. I left. I wasn't standing out there. Like, I, we literally drove up, saw that shit. One of our homies was in the line, like, yeah, they really not letting people in. And I'm like, but it's, you couldn't even hear no music. I was like, yeah, we out
1: at a strip mall jeez yeah and see people say I'm bougie cause I just don't go to a lot of shit like that no more like I just I don't know I just don't hang out like that no more I used to be everywhere but now like I just got too much shit to lose like and the scene be so fucking terrible like I don't wanna be at a club with bitches with um, paw prints up their leg and their leg is just <laughs> fucking awful like nah like I, I can't do that shit I'ma just pass on that I'm gonna stay my black ass in the house, or go to the cigar lounge, and that's what I'm gonna do.
0: Yeah, it's, it's and it's like you don't feel like doing that drive down 295 to DC all the time. It's not even a drive down; it's a drive back. And so definitely really the drive back, because on am drive
1: down you're drinking in your car. <laughs> you like you like getting lit before don't you drink and drive.
0: People don't drink and drive.
1: Yeah, don't drink and drive. But in Baltimore, <laughs> people drink and drive on their way to DC. That's just. That's just natural practice. Like you just drink a little something. Not like to be drunk, but something just to take a little edge off. It's nothing, nothing a little heavy. But yeah, I boycott all of that. Like going to DC, like I've been over that whole DC scene. If I don't stay tonight, I'm not going. And I gotta That's
0: go. why I said I said we get in the hotel room, cause otherwise can't be bothered. Sorry, I'm not going.
1: Right. You better hit the hotel tonight at and try to find something. But yeah. So what's this whole thing where you was like you don't like beards. What's up with that?
0: <laughs> I didn't say, okay. So it's not that I don't like beards. I think men with beards, it gives you a different look. I'm just not, you know, beards don't make my panties drop. Lock, men with locks, that's not kryptonite. I gave up men with locks last year. I'm not doing it no more. Can't do it. <laughs> I make bad decisions when it comes to men with locks. So, I, you know, that was my thing. Do dudes still got locks, though? Yeah, don't talk about men with locks. They sexy. Like, how you know how people be like, ooh, his big girl. That's how I felt about locks.
1: Right, but I'm just like, are dudes really still wearing locks at this point? Like, after seeing their friends who had locks, hairline completely gone when they take them out. (laughs) Are they just going (laughs) to hold on? Or are they just going, like...
0: This one guy I talked to had to get, like, extensions in the front because of that shit. Like, so he, you know how, like... (laughs) Sometimes like their locks have like buds, and it'd be like two locks in one. So the the lady took like cut the extra the, the the extra piece off, and like used his own lock to make a lock extension for his hair line <laughs> in the front.
1: <laughs> Yo, know, that should be so bad. And then it's like when they do come back from the locks, like they just always got a hat on. And it's like I'm, I'm bald, so I don't give a fuck about. You holding on to your hair. I lost my shit when I was like 20, 21. So I don't have no type of sympathy for nobody who could grow hair down that back. I'm going to roast the shit out of you if your shit down <laughs> the back, but your hairline start in the middle of your fucking head. I'm going to let you know. Like, cut that shit out.
0: Yeah, they got out. The, Stevie, the Stevie Wonder going on. Like, right. like cut that and shit out. Right, you like, ball
1: in the back. <laughs> they shape it up. Like, come on, man. Like, get the fuck out the chair so
0: somebody can get a fucking cut. Like, get the fuck out of here. That shit is yeah. awful. But I will say, like beards give a guy a different look. Like I remember you without your beard.
1: Oh yeah, I mean I can definitely admit that. Like when I have my beard, I I think beards provide you with a certain level of manliness. You know, it's like uh,
0: beards are like makeup for men. Like no, nah, I'm not going that mate. far. Like it I does.
1: keep seeing y'all say stuff like that. That's bullshit. It
0: does. It makes
1: you,
0: no, Brian, Brian as, as he posts no side by side of you. No, I know
1: I'm cool with that. Like I've cut my beard years, like if I had my way, like I probably would have had like a beard a long time ago where I just never ever cut it and it'd be like down my neck, growing into my chest hair, like real nappy, like never shaped up, like all like over top my lip, how Jim Jones looked when he was (laughs) in the interview. Like, yeah, boy, you know, I put it out there, boy, for everybody. Boy, I laid it down, boy. Like that's the type of beard that I would have if I didn't have a corporate job. Now, there have been times when I had to cut my beard completely off of work and I'm not ashamed of that. Like that's just what you have to do. Like I tell people all the time, like if it's gonna be the difference between fifteen to twenty thousand, do what the fuck you gotta do. And that's not selling out. Like it's you advancing yourself to be able to be to a point where you can do what you do. Now I mean, I wear my beard as big as I want because my resume speaks for me. However, I don't feel like, oh, when I had like a lower beard or I've always like, I agree that I need a beard. Now I've had a a goatee last year this time. I can post that pic. The goatee was nice. A lot of chicks like the goatee, but I do better when I got the full beard, nice and high. We
0: you know, I'ma say this though, I'ma say this. It's some uh, you know, I'll be looking at your little page or whatever. And some of the guys that you're friends with who have now chosen to grow beards, kudos to them. They
1: yeah. look good as shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as a man, I can even say to some of my buddies, like yo, grow the beard. You look a little bit more. Masculine or a little bit more, it fits you well. It fits your face, you know, and it's a good look. And they get more women now, you know. That's 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 what works for them. or they get more compliments. So yeah, I, I think. I feel
0: like some people, it's like, it, some people, it doesn't add much, but then some people, you know, they take it like a whole persona, and it works for them.
1: Everybody can't grow a full beard. So,
0: okay, let's speak the truth on that. Okay. If you got the little buckshots, beady beads, it's not connecting, then we can go ahead and shave it off.
1: Right. You got to do what you got to do. But some of those people are my customers and my clients. So I refuse to talk bad about anybody who can't grow (laughs) a full beard. If you cannot grow a full beard or you have a full beard and you're working on maintaining and getting your beard to where you need to be. Um. yeah follow me on one of my pages I'll, I'll get the information to you I don't want to shout it out on here but yeah
0: <laughs> you can go he'll tell you his personal and then you can just go snoop and find
1: it <laughs> right yeah it ain't gonna be too far it ain't gonna be too far but yeah <laughs> well,
0: I'm really like I'm sitting here looking at your Instagram now and
1: are all your friends got beds now well it's kind of like a testament to me so a good friend is gonna be like okay you sell like like, okay, Rams and Pirates coming, right? So you know my mm-hmm. good friends from TU, um, you know, that's involved in the Rams and Pirates. So I'm, I've been a Hennessy drinker for a very, very long time. I just recently switched over to
0: bourbon. I don't know. How y'all drink that nasty shit? Go ahead.
1: I just switched over to bourbon to prepare myself for this lunch. Like, I've been educating myself on more and more bourbons, and that's what I've become because that's all I'm drinking when they drop it. Like if my friends come out with a bourbon, that's all the fuck I'm drinking. You know, my you friends really come out that with uh, that's that's how I that's how I am and that's how it's got to be. So if I come out with a beard company, all y'all motherfuckers growing beards. You know,
0: like and if, all of them did though. Like I'm really looking like and they, they all grew fucking beards. Like that's, that's- amazing. That's what you got to do. But that's
1: the level of support that we need in the black community at this point right now. Like you got to you got to latch on to some type of small business. And it's not like there's enough small black businesses to um, to spend all your money. But I think it was an article that one of my buddies was referencing as saying that we got to set aside 20 percent of our discretionary funds of your discretionary funds. Like, the money that you're spending on your budget to fuck off. Go
0: pay your motherfucking bills first, people. And then... Discretionary.
1: So, like... Extra money. Like, yeah. So, like, if you're going out drinking on a Friday night and you know it's a Black-owned business that you could be having a drink at, that's not going... You're going to get killed or stabbed or shot up at. Like, I'm not (laughs) saying, like, oh, yeah, like, go to the Black-owned spot that's in the hood just because it's Black-owned and then you know, motherfuckers just stab you up. Like, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like, you know, if you're going to buy a sweatsuit and it's some nice shit that, you know, a black dude made and you could go to a local boutique, yeah, do that. Like, support that local business. Support that dude, you know, buy them beer products. Buy that liquor that you know was made by a black man. Like, stop just running and just dumping your whole fucking check and the shit, just leaving our community in seconds when we can recycle that money and recycle that dollar. So right.
0: yeah. you, you can't full circle, like you know, because that's what it's, about. That's black what it's about. support, no, yes. it is
1: no. That's why I like you know that's what the whole my whole movement is part of that. Like I'm I I don't know like how other people do, but I'm one of the few people who run a business that I know that's not afraid to market to black people only. Like I market to other people, but. If they go to my pages and stuff like that, they're going to be like, oh, that's not for me. Like, it's not because it's not for you. It's just that my audience is black men with beards. And I'm not going to apologize for marketing to my target audience. I studied marketing. I've been in marketing and sales. It's enough black men with beards that I never need a white man with a beard to buy my product. Well, there you go. Period. Flat out. So I like it if they want And to. I've
0: been trying too cuz here's my thing though like it's all great like I try my hardest if it's a category or service or product that I need I try to ask if it's a black owned business first like right now I'm trying to find a mobile dry cleaner to come pick up my shit like I don't feel like dropping one. it and so yeah I found one but the thing that I need some of our black businesses to also work on is the customer service aspect like Just because you're a black business, I want to support you, but that doesn't mean you deserve my dollar either automatically. So you should still provide like a quality customer service experience to maintain my dollar. That's true. And some of them, it's like the the hours is wrong. They take two weeks to return, like respond to an inquiry. And it's like, that's not good either. By then, you know, I've already moved on and found whatever. Yeah. I see. I'm
1: like a nut with customer service to the point where I had probably 50 orders for Valentine's Day. In one order, I forgot to ship out. And that wasn't, I forgot to ship it out. I made a mistake and checked it off. And I checked it off that it was shipped out, but I had packed the order up and never went out. Some shit happened. And then I ended up giving that stuff away. Like, why is this order sitting here? And I never put the two together. So it just was one of them... Situations where it was like, oh shit, I fucked up. So when I fucked up, it was just like, okay, that's my fault. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like, oh, I couldn't just, I met the chick the next day, gave her the order and everything like that. But before I did that, I had already returned her her whole $60. And she was like, you didn't have to return my money. I just wanted to make sure I got the product. And I was like, yeah, but that just wasn't good on my part for you to be waiting by the mailbox every day or thinking like, why is my stuff not here? And then, at the last minute, I got to drive it to you on Valentine's Day. Like, I could have fucked up your whole surprise if you were going out of town. Whatever. Like, you ordered in enough time that you should have had the shit the next day.
0: Yeah, and I mean, and she'll remember that. Like, dang, that one time he gave me my money back. She'll order again. Yeah, but you
1: also get it back. Like, so the next day, I had, like, 10 more orders of that same, you know, amount. Where it was just, like, I turned right back around the next day and got 600 back. So, it's like... You gonna get it back if you do right. Like, the stars will align, but people will just be on some, like, cheap shit. Like, some people will just be on some cutting corners and try to get every dollar that they can get because they're not really doing it for the long haul. You know? You're right.
0: Well, that's what's up. Yeah. So, all right, we're about to wrap it up. Any final thoughts?
1: Always wrap it up. <laughs> that's the final
0: <laughs> <laughs> For real? For real? Yeah.
1: yeah. That's one of the reasons why I was like, you know what? I got to get into a relationship because I was out here being a whole whore and sometimes you just don't want to wrap it up and that's not smart or good. So you'd be like, man.
0: Wait, wait, wait.
1: Let me just go yeah, ahead. We
0: got to table that to the next um, time you come on and we can talk about <laughs> raw wrap it up, safe sex. No, I'm just saying it's just it 100, like the be yeah.
1: 100 like you can't be single while here fucking everybody raw, fucking around raw, or fucking some dude raw because you, he tell you that he like you and you like the number one chick and y'all go on dates, so you fuck him raw. Chances are he fucking some other people too. So, you know, it's like... Message! You need more of a commitment than just, oh, we fucking and I'm just fucking you raw. I don't fuck nobody else raw. Yeah, it's got to be more. So it's like at this point in your life, like... You can't roll the dice that much. I got too much to lose. I can't be. No, I can't. I can't risk it all. Can't risk it all.
0: No, Fuck! It's not worth it. It's not worth it.
1: Yeah, I'd rather
0: settle down. That was a nice way to end it, because um, somebody needed that word.
1: <laughs> so the doors are open. <laughs> if you feel <laughs> if you feel the need to let some shit out, you know, feel free to tweet us or. Tweet the booty Breakdown and let us know what you thought. Like, let us know what your thoughts were on this. Like, you yeah, know, it wasn't we- scripted. It's no shit that we put together. It just was two old friends catching up on some good work. And uh, I just hope that I'm invited back again.
0: I think you will because you were the producer. Yeah. And you always fill that void. And people literally have been asking me this like since I stopped. And the only reason why I stopped Ratchet Hour on Twitter was because I got a real-ass job. (laughs) So I couldn't just take an hour out of my day anymore at work. Yeah. Do that. So, you know. Not that my other job was real. It was a real job. It was important work. But it was just easier to take that hour out of the day and I can't do that anymore.
1: So I stopped tweeting because Twitter was just taking over my life. So you tweet, you Facebook, you Instagram, you're doing so much with that. But the one thing about Twitter is always like up to date. Like you
0: always like,
1: if you come back three hours later, you missed everything.
0: You missed everything. And that is why, like I could give up Facebook tomorrow. I could probably even give up instagram tomorrow but i'm gonna keep twitter
1: see i don't like the way facebook keeps everything like all random now so somebody could put a post like 10 weeks ago they're gonna keep feeding it to me until i like it like they're gonna keep putting it in my fucking yeah. face like at the top of my feet like i don't like this from that person i do like a lot of this shit but i don't like every fucking thing that they write so stop putting it in front of me
0: like, stop showing it to me. That's how I feel. And Instagram, the same way. Well, you know, Facebook own that. And it's like, I don't want to see this shit from four days ago. Like, what she post three minutes ago. Tell me, show me that. Right. And they try to I'm force saying.
1: you to like everything that person does. But nah,
0: You don't even be on Snapchat no more.
1: I don't have time to be on nothing. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, I can truly say, like, I'm not fake busy. Like, people be fake busy. Like, oh, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. But like, running a business, um... Working a full time job, that shit is the hardest shit ever, because you lose your passion for your nine to five, and now your passion becomes your business. But you're trying to do enough to keep the job. Like you don't want to lose this big check coming in every week, chasing your, <laughs> your you know your your business you started. But your goal is to get your business started to the point where like it can replace your your check. So it's like a huge conundrum where you like wake up every day and you're like, oh, well, I got to do this for my business. And it's like, I got to post a certain amount of times. I got to post when the most people are on. Like, it's a science to it. It's definitely not it just throw up some some posts. Like, people think you're just throwing shit to the wall. Like, oh, today I'm just going to post about this. No, like, you're looking at inventory like, well, if we don't get these five hats out of here, like, we're not going to be able to buy the next five hats. So you might post that one hat just to kind of get, like, people to buy it. And then, it's, and then it's just always something. Like, I'm going on Amazon. Like, now I'm on Amazon. I'm just trying to get them my product. So it's like that's a big move. It's just so many different things that I be doing. And then it's like trying to have a family. I got kids. I got a girlfriend. You know, it's just it's a lot.
0: You're doing a lot. You're doing a lot. Yeah. Keep me busy. Well, social media. I'll be on a snap. If y'all if y'all followed me today, <laughs> y'all saw my my drunkenness at, at brunch, but yeah i like snap though but i I could definitely get rid of facebook and instagram if i had to choose yeah do you be on insta snap you know here's the thing because i really like snapchat that and i feel like the insta snap is like it's too much because i scroll the feed to look at my pictures then i gotta come back up and then i gotta look at the videos, and it's a lot. Like, and I follow a lot more people on Instagram than I do on Snap. Yeah. And so it's like, Jesus Christ. Now, I look at certain people, like, oh, he cute, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to watch his. Or I like the clothes she wears, so i watch hers. But I generally don't look at everybody on Insta Snap. like certain people. Yeah,
1: I started following too many people on Snap to the point where it was like, I couldn't go through the whole feed. I was just tapping, 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 and swiping, 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 swiping. And then it was just like, like, I just ran out of time to do stuff. Like, I wish I could do more stuff on Snap, but I'm too busy.
0: I feel you. All right, Brian. It was real. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Do it again. Let me know. Yeah. All right. So tell people where they can follow you again, and we're going
1: to wrap it up. Well, you know, I got my dormant-ass Twitter account. At Baltimore's home, which ain't shit going on there, but I G at Brian Bengon and that's all you really need. Like I don't need
0: I got three thousand Facebook friends. I don't want any more. I've unfollowed people. Three thousand. That's that is where I am like most conservative. Like I probably only got eight hundred Facebook friends.
1: Yeah, but you know, I get a lot of dumbass requests. It's all women, and they just be like old ass women.
0: Well, it's, like, it's all women. Oh, he's so popular. No, it
1: just be like old ass women. Though, like they got three friends in common. Like, whose mother is this? Like, why does your mother want to follow me? Like, why does your mother you want to
0: rub your beard, nigga? <laughs> you know,
1: it's like and you know what that was part of it, like the TV stuff. So after every time I came off TV, I had like twenty, thirty requests on Facebook, and they'd be like. One day I just was like, fuck it, everybody's getting in. And I just let all these people. (laughs) And then I'd be like trying to read some of the shit. And they'd be like, went to the store today. (laughs) Who the fuck are these people? And then I just unfollow them at that point. So
0: that's terrible. That's terrible. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again for doing it. And we will have you back next time on the Boonie Breakdown. All right. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Boony Breakdown's first episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed. Brian is a fool, and we'll have him back again for another ranch hour type show. Until the next episode, feel free to read the blog, theboonybreakdown.com, follow us on Instagram, and all that other good shit. Until next time, thanks, guys. Well, that was it for episode one of the Boony Breakdown podcast. Oh, my God. It is so good to sometimes go back to see how far you've come. I actually fixed the audio for this, um, for this re-release because, oh my God, when I was editing, the sound quality was fucking terrible. You probably still hear it a bit because, I, yeah, I didn't know how to edit. I'm chopping words off. I did not know how to finesse the sound. There was no plot. Um <laughs> the the closing I'm just like just follow us on Instagram I don't even say what it was but just for my perspective, it's nice to just listen to that episode to to see how much I have fine-tuned this and worked on this and just tried to make it better each season, each episode um, for the Ratcheteer gang and our listeners. And so, again, thank you guys so much for sticking with us through that because, God, if I turned on a podcast and heard that shit now, I wouldn't even listen to it for five minutes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That is quite hilarious to me. So again, thank you so much for rocking with us. Mark your calendars next Monday, February 21st, 2022. There'll be new episodes for season 11 of the Boonie Breakdown podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Boonie Breakdown. You can follow us on Twitter, just Boonie Breakdown. And when sharing this episode, you know, I would love to hear your feedback on episode one as we head into episode 204. Oh my God, this is just so wild. But I would love to hear your feedback on this episode. What things you glad you're happy that I changed, what things you're happy that I tweak, which things you're happy that have stuck around. I mean, clearly we love having problematic fave on. He's been on for 27 episodes throughout all of this. I honestly thought it was more, but I just sat down and counted. And so, um yeah, thank you guys for rocking with us. I hope you continue to rock with us. And if you enjoyed this, I encourage you to listen, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube or any app that you listen to your favorites on. Don't forget to leave those reviews too. You might just hear your review on the next episode. Follow us on all social media. Share the episode with those you love, those you don't love, those you fucking hate. and don't make these pretty images for nothing, okay? Have a dope ass week. Thank you for listening. And remember, the ratchet in me always honors the motherfucking ratchet in you. Homaste. Until next week.